0: The uh, title of the Dharma talk is a bad meditation. Probably have had a few of those. Sometimes we even say, well, that was a good meditation. It was, it was good. I really, I really was aware. I was really present. You probably haven't meditated more than a few months if you're saying that. And probably some of you are expecting me to say, there's no such thing as a bad meditation. So, which I will say now there's no such thing as a bad meditation. The only bad meditation is no meditation. Train your mind. If you don't hear anything I say, do that. Train your mind. How do you do that? You say, I've said it probably 20 or 30 times already. <laughs> Sit down and hold still and look at how crazy you are but don't fix it, don't shut down on it, don't attack it, do nothing with it but observe. There's actually no no identity there that is uh, in peril, even though it might look like it, it might feel like it. This is the whole whole scheme of uh, of ego is to scare you into contracting into a me that can ward off the evil spirits. And uh, if you looked at it that way, then you are an evil spirit. And of course, it just means that you're so self-centered that you could cause harm to yourself as you go along in your life, and you could cause harm to others, but just by misunderstanding. So you could say to use the the topic uh, there of a meditation that is bad. It could be your your experience of it could be bad. Uh, It could be, you could call it bad because you slept through the whole thing uh, you just kept dozing off and dozing off and dozing off. I'm sure none of you have done that. So once you sit down and hold still, and with the intention of training your mind, the intention of doing shikantaza, the intention of doing an awareness exercise, which means to just observe what's happening, you, you can't it, you can't do a, a, a wrong or a ba- it isn't bad, regardless of your experience. If your experience is very smooth and you get up an hour later, two hours later, four hours later, oh well, that was that was kind of uneventful. Not much happened. That might be more of a bad meditation than the one where things really sucked and you had a hard time staying there. So, basically, with this uh, topic, what I'm trying to get at is that you the evaluation of the meditation is is the is uh, a misunderstanding of what of what what meditation is about. You can't you can't evaluate meditation and say, "Well, this is really good. This this meditation really worked," because it is not uh, uh, something that you do to create something else. If it's anything at all, it's something you do to stop doing anything, to stop interfering with your Buddha nature, your awakened truth. Your Tathagata Garba. Of course, if you do have meditation practice that is an ongoing uh, situation that is difficult or scary or produces anxiety, then maybe you could uh, find another way to approach that, find a, um, a different length of time, a different way of looking at the form, a different way of uh, obs- observing the form. So there, there could be things you could look at, but as far as there, if you sit down and hold still and endeavor, try to just be an observer, then whatever occurs is your meditation. So the whole idea of a bad meditation or for that matter, a good meditation or a neutral, any, any comment on the meditation itself is uh, extra is unnecessary and actually causes more circularity in your practice so that you uh, can't do a thorough job of it. So I guess that's a bad meditation, isn't it? <laughs> I just talk myself out of what I just talked myself into. I don't need a position on anything. I don't need a position on Buddhism. I don't need a position on meditation. Positions are useless because anytime you have a position, there's something else. Anytime you take this position, there's something else. Have you noticed that? It takes a while to see that. I highly recommend that you train your mind to see clearly so that you don't need me. You don't need anyone. You see it yourself. You'll actually see it. It won't be a conclusion about that. It will be that. It won't be a conclusion about this it will be this won't be something about something something about something this is the this is the propaganda mind of ego the self-centered mind the narcissistic mind the grasping mind the crazy mind wasn't it uh, you're studying dogen uh, on uh, was it today that you're studying dogen talking about demons so You know, there's lots of ideas about demons, but we're just talking about being crazy and grasping and rejecting and fighting and being kind of wild and crazy. Uh, Completely covering up your true nature. So down through the centuries, there have been many ways of working with this. Uh, If you go into any culture uh, where uh, 2,500 years ago where Buddhism and after that moved into that culture and kind of took up that absorbed or took up or enlisted the forms that were existing in that particular culture. It's interesting to see how when Buddhism moved into China, how it just it didn't try to change things particularly. It rather blended with the uh, Taoism. The, uh, wasn't too much to argue with there. So the next time you are meditating, so the next time you sit on the cushion or get up or and just watch the way the mind spontaneously evaluates the meditation. That it was a good meditation or that wasn't so good. I'm not saying that it wasn't uncomfortable, but to add anything onto that actually uh, is missing the point. It's a sophisticated form of ignoring. So we could have some interaction around that if you have some questions. If you don't, I can continue to. But if you have questions, it might make the talk less uh, repetitive.
1: i on bowing. You were talking about falling asleep in meditation and how your head kind of bounces. Yes. And I just know that sometimes I just intentionally close my eyes and let myself fall asleep. Is that a bad meditation, bowing?
0: No, that's really a good one. You're getting some rest. <laughs> that's, one the, that's one of the gooder ones. So it's, it's interesting as, uh, as you've heard me say before, and I think the last time I talked on, I don't know if it was block sitting, I know I've talked about it recently where I said, where I've said, uh, um, you should watch what moves and that includes your head bobbing. So rather than try to correct and fix something and provide yourself with some kind of a meditator, I'm not saying you couldn't do that to some extent, but it's, it, it, it prolongs the whole thing as far as I can see. And uh, I can't see that far, but I've been looking at it for a long time. It just prolongs it. So it's better to get to know that the main difficulty, as it says in Atisha's seven points of mind creating, work on the greatest of first. And how do you, you're not going to you're not going to see the greatest of if you're trying to cover it up with your wonderful meditative stability. I'm Not arguing with the Tibetans. They can do whatever they want. I'm just saying, if you're falling asleep, you're falling asleep. And if you're sitting and you're falling asleep, you're falling. That's also movement. Just like the, the thought forms that are coming. let you know, say you have a lot of sleep and you're not particularly sleepy. You're sitting still and you're watching thought forms come up out of something that happened yesterday or you're reviewing something or going over something you, that you were uh, uh, felt uncomfortable with or something you really enjoyed. Either way. Both of those are karma action. The, the ego mind, the self centered mind, the narcissistic mind adds on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And uh, the mind that is clear is not particularly interested in those kinds of judgments or evaluations or uh, verdicts. You don't need a verdict because the verdict, any verdict, is dependent arisen. And something that shows up white three weeks from now is going to show up black, show up white, show up black. This happens in your mind all the time.
1: Does it make any difference if it's something that's happening like every day, like every morning during the morning sit, if I'm falling asleep for 10 or 20 minutes on the cushion?
0: So your question is, does it make any difference?
1: Um, yes, is if it was once in a while to so not necessarily do anything with it, but if it's happening every day, should any action be taken?
0: You could you could do something different. Uh, you could uh, intercept that in some way, uh, not so much to stop it or correct it or make it uh, more palatable or more acceptable or more in line with our conventional idea of a successful or good meditation, but just to get an idea through awareness, what what that is? What is actually happening there? Just like when you move your your uh, awareness from your uh, from your uh, midsection, your diaphragm or or whatever you want to call it, move your awareness to this, and then to a thought pattern, and then you move it back, and then you you watch your breath move for a little bit, and then then that drops off, and then you begin to uh, review something that happened yesterday in terms of memory, or those going back and forth. You can you can deliberately go in and look at anything. You can you don't have to. Uh, when I say just observe, I'm not saying you can't. You have no say so about it. Um, you you could if something like that is happening where you're you notice something is repetitive there, you could move into that a little bit by by doing it with uh, the way in which you're working with the form. And for instance, you could just stand up. This is why I don't have the the on or the the chant leader or the person in the zendo ordering people around when they should do walking meditation, when they should go to the bathroom. It's just a childish way of working with uh, full grown adults. who are trying to tra- train their minds. Might've worked in ancient Japan. Might've worked in ancient India. Uh, and when I say worked, I don't even know what I'm saying. Cause I don't know what that means. Controlling people, I guess. Maybe I'm, I'm saying you don't, you don't need to do that. We need to see how out of control we are, not try to make ourselves controlled. So you come in and you sit down and you hold still and you have forms, you have a bell, you have someone sitting there, you have the presence of other people meditating, at least we did in the old days before uh, the, the attack of the Gila monsters. So I'm just saying that you might stand up, but there's no protocol for it. I'm not saying when you fall asleep, you should stand up. Or when, when something is happening over and over and over again, that's an interesting area. And uh, not only is it happening over and over, but you're taking note of it. So that's also something to be aware of. Notice that you have an opinion or or a conclusion or you're adding something up there. Sometimes when we do that, there's some other kind of motive that is just off stage that is wanting to understand something. And so what we'll do is we'll collect any kind of data, any kind of uh, anything to make it feel like we're understanding what's happening. So in that same area, you could, uh, as I sometimes say, uh, when people are doing block sitting, uh, you're sitting there and your leg hurts. Well, stand up. This is not, this is not traditional uh, uh, Zen in the 13th century about sit still no matter what or I'll hit you with a stick. It's, it, I'm not saying it might not have been helpful to some people, but I don't think that's a, a good idea to do that anymore. In the same way, I, I think that, uh, and you've heard me say this before, it's a little bit off uh, uh, off in another direction, but I still feel strongly that people should not be tested. That's why we don't do koans, 100 koans, and you pass all the koans and you're enlightened, or whatever they're doing there in the Rinzai tradition. I'm not saying that wasn't valuable in a couple of centuries ago or even last year. But I'm not really interested in that kind of, boxing things in to try to get some kind of a what result out of it you don't need it i don't need it and if you're listening to me you probably don't need it either any further question about that Chazan? about that uh the repetition of a particular thing it's showing up in your daily meditation Uh,
1: no that that's helpful because it is something that seems to be pretty consistent i get just falling asleep most mornings.
0: So, my the way I'm hearing you talk, and from knowing you, and from knowing how long you practiced, and something about your practice, uh, I would say just watch it. Don't adjust. Don't don't try to get rid of it. Don't explain it, and don't stop looking at it. And notice if you if you have anything that comes up uh, to keep it company, like a reaction to it, like I don't like this. This can't be right. If it's happening, it's right. Train your mind, and how that shows up for you, how that shows up for uh, for Shoka or for Maria or for Chisho or someone else, it's, it's going to be it's going to be different. There's a different kind of karma is happening there. That's why it's a. Uh, uh, each person needs to. Uh, each person needs to. Each person needs to do this themselves with as little with as much support as possible, but as little interference or meddling as possible. Teachers in ancient times meddled constantly with everybody. Not a good
2: idea. Earlier, you said the only bad meditation is no meditation. And I? I'm wondering if that's the same, if we have a form set up and we're not meditating um, versus if we're just not meditating.
0: I, you know, I would trust you. Uh, you're here, you're in your situation. And most anyone who's here, you set up the form and then you don't, don't do that. You know, the causes and conditions, it's more important to observe and be aware of what's happening rather than come up with some kind of a conclusion about whether something is happening is good or bad or it should be, or shouldn't be, or we need to correct that or we shouldn't correct that. You know, it, it's a, it, It's interesting sometimes if if I'm talking to someone in an interview, I says, well, so uh, how's your practice going? How much do you meditate? Quite often people say, well, not enough. (laughs) Instead of just telling what I asked them. What's that about? What is is it about when you say, well, not enough? Instead of just saying, I meditate 20 minutes a day. It's an interesting area that, that... Go ahead, please. Go ahead.
2: If we're not meditating, but we're aware that there's a form there that we're not meditating during, is there still mind training occurring?
0: Of course. Especially for you, you live in a monastery. You're not going to get away with that for long. (laughs) Junchu won't let you. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> well, Junju's laughing. so what I'm saying is is you know uh, um, the form is there and you and then you're not you're not practicing, and then you you know what's happening in your mind. you know whether I mean, you know how sincere you are, and you know if you're trying to be sincere or if you're actually sincere, I mean you can really look sincere and not be sincere. I'm sure you all know this. You can seem very, very serious and sincere. I'm very dedicated. I really love you, Sokazan. I really want you to be my teacher. You're just, you're such a great teacher. Sometimes that actually is true. That's actually what somebody's expressing. And other times uh, they want me to think that so that I don't look at them too closely. Further questions? Yes.
3: If um, we spend the entire meditation distracted and moving around, is that still even meditation?
0: Of course it is. You're aware of the movement. Being aware of movement is the way I teach it. Other, there's other kinds of meditation, as you know, and I've practiced quite a few of them. So I have some experience, you know, comparing maybe you could say uh, things I don't really want to teach. and I don't want to promote as a mind training or awareness training, but anything that moves is, is uh, if your attitude, the attitude is to just observe, don't interpret or, or judge it or evaluate or add anything on. No, no, uh, uh, it's like a cake with no, what's that stuff they put on cakes? No, frosting, frosting. <laughs> You can tell August Vincent's I've had a cake. I can't remember what, the, what that covering is called. So no, no nothing extra. I and mean, you know, the, the whole uh, metaphor for cake and frosting, it doesn't really work. But, it, but what does work is something arises and we put something on it, we judge it. And even if it's accurate, even if it's relatively accurate, that is a, 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 something that's difficult or challenging or maybe a little scary. As little as you can or as much as you can or however you can, don't add. And if you do add, be very aware of the adding. And if you are very aware of the adding, don't add on to that about how aware you are of how you're adding. It's just it keeps doubling up, especially negativity. If you see negativity, do nothing with it. If you notice that it's negative, just hold your seat. All this is is a big elaboration on me, me and me and my world and my stuff and what I feel and what I shouldn't feel and what they think and what they think. You'll notice how often, how much easier it is to just, especially if you've meditated a lot and you're more and more clear about the way your mind works, it's much easier to ignore your mind. Have you noticed? Those of you who meditate a lot, you get really good at that. you get really good at just shutting out certain aspects of the mind. Then other people don't have that good luck or bad luck or whatever you want to call it, good meditation, bad meditation, other people are haunted by what they see. This is not an easy path. and Necessary to whatever moves, whatever comes your way, meet it, meet it. Right in front, meet it right in front. Don't accept it. Don't believe it. Don't reject it. Don't disbelieve it. And don't distract yourself or look away from it. And in this way, see the truth. Uh, uh, You will see the truth. If you do this, there's no way you can, you can not see the truth because the truth is in front of you and is laminated with your thought patterns, your ideas, your opinions, your hope for one thing, and your fear of something else. Uh, Death comes without warning. This body will be a corpse. The, The three marks of existence, impermanence, nothing lasts, all compounded things are going down, vanishing, uh, everything is in distress on some level or suffering and of course the third one is everything is without a center or a fringe in other words there's no self in you no know, being just the, the illusion of, of being someone is incredibly powerful I'm happy to Thank take you you go ahead please
3: there's a question from Raphael in New York
0: Raphael go
3: ahead how can one work with feelings of expectation in meditation? I feel like I'm always expecting something to happen while I'm sitting.
0: Well, two things sit more and then sit some more. Of all the things that I do that are, that are uh, different than most Buddhist teachers teach or do, there's one thing that I do a lot of, and I say sit a lot, sit a lot, sit down, hold still, look at the wall, look at the floor. Look at the, your refrigerator, but hold still where not much is happening and train your mind to see clearly so that when you do get up off the cushion or even when you're on the cushion, that what you see has less and less added on to it by your crazy mind, not just your crazy mind, my crazy mind. That, all that will not go away. You just see that it's unreal. And what sees that it's Unreal. That which is real sees that it's unreal. Therefore, that's unreal. That which sees is unreal, and that which is seen is unreal. So what is real? Find out. Find out. Find out yourself. Don't believe a word I say.
1: Ian Balling. Ian. So if I catch myself or if I'm starting to notice that I'm ignoring parts of my mind is it better to work on? is there some value in trying to intentionally explore that or just be aware kind of
0: kind of buy into awareness that i'm ignoring certain parts of my mind you know, keep it keep it very simple it's a, i call it uh minimalism or a radical radical means going to the root so it's a radical meditation There's, it's very simple all you have to do Hold, sit still, hold still without being rigid and watch what moves. If you're doing that, regardless of what moves, uh, even if it's things coming up that are kind of taunting you like this, maybe I should go in and look at this. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't sell. uh, Ego is very, very sneaky and slippery about getting you to be entrained into some kind of a uh, circularity called thinking about and about and analyzing And there are some people that are, are, uh, some people might call it blessed. I would call it cursed with a powerful intellect. (laughs) Are you one of those guys? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, knock it off. (laughs) No, I would say go. Here's what I would say to you directly. If you listen, consider what I'm saying. Reflect on it. Don't stop doing that. Just observe the way you, anything that happens, you have a whole lot of thoughts about it. Anything that goes up, you have a whole lot of thoughts. And the thoughts, if you review the thoughts, if you have a second thought about the first thought, you'll notice that that's even more clear. And then the next thought is, now I'm really really starting to get clear. I mean, you might as well go into nuclear physics or something. I mean, that's an area where something like this works because it is very materialistic. This is not a material path. This is not a mundane path this is uh you know you might as well be uh uh chewing air there's no there's no there's no gaining idea here that's the mundane path the mundane path works fine and if you have a powerful intellect you probably make a lot of money you can become a banker you can become uh you can follow in Junshu's shoes and become a mathematician or a farmer <laughs> <laughs> So don't don't stop that. Don't try to short circuit the thinking process. Just just it's just one more thing to be aware. Of. But over time, you will slowly, uh, by not grasping, by not rejecting, and by not shutting down, you'll see the true nature of the thinking process, which is just to elaborate on everything. That's how that's how we have skyscrapers. It's why we have. Uh, 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 rockets. That's why we have anti gravity gravity machines. Oh, they haven't told you about the anti gravity machine yet. Well I'm sorry I shouldn't have <laughs> I should have kept it zipped. <laughs> and we're gonna I mean anything you can think of we can have. Uh, but probably not eternal life. Thank you. Thank you.
3: There's a question from Joyce. Yes, Joyce. Is there an ideal? Is there an ideal amount of time for an ordinary person who does not live in the monastery to meditate? Is longer better at all?
0: I would say it's 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 uh it's pretty individual. Uh, some people meditate ten or twenty minutes, and that's probably enough for them. Uh, I try to meet people where they're at, and not try to uh, drag them over to this or drag them over to the. I think I've only ever invited one person to come and live at the monastery and they obeyed me (laughs) and she knows who she is. (laughs) She also has a little boy, (laughs) but uh, everyone else it has been up to them to do that and why that happened. I have no idea, but as far as your situation uh, I would say if you can sit an hour a day, just generally, that's pretty good. But if it's, uh, if that's a, challenging for you or difficult, then back it off. Try to find some kind of a time, half an hour or 40 minutes. Uh, If 20 minutes is all you can do, that would be, you could do that. Um, I think in this case, more is better in most cases, but, you know, not always. I couldn't say that that's always the case. Uh, Some people, for them to sit for an hour is excruciating, is very difficult. And another person can just sit down and they just sit there for an hour. And they get up and they wonder why other people have so much trouble sitting. Well, it's basically because when they're sitting there for an hour, they they have learned how to shut everything off. Or not. Maybe not. Maybe I am incorrect there. So the other thing I would say is if you can, even though you're, say you're sitting period, say you decide to do a half hour a day or an hour or 45 minutes or whatever you decide and you try to do that and do, if you can do it five or six days a week, that would be good. You wouldn't have to do it every single day. You're not living in the monastery. And then if you can possibly occasionally do a block sitting, which is a, a four hour block. And if you listen to the, or watch the, uh, the YouTube video on, where I talk about block sitting, uh, it's, it's a very open situation. You set up the form. Uh, you can do it with the people in the monastery on when, uh, Thursday mornings and Thursday afternoons. It's a four hour block uh, twice that day. Then there's other places in the community where people are also block sitting at different times, Saturdays sometimes. And you can sit down with people and see other people sitting at the same time. It's just, you know, it's kind of a, you're both in the same time. It's in real time. So you could do that. And then you could watch and uh, see if you can do that. Uh, uh, start out with a bell. As you start out with a bell, sit down and stay there for four hours. But if you can't stay there, then get up and do something else if you have to. And you might find that as soon as you get up and you find out as long as you can come and go, you might come right back and sit back down again. You might find out a lot more about the movement of what's happening in your mind by watching what your body does relative to that form. Ding here and four hours later, another ding, the time frame there, that particular form or structure. You might find out quite a bit about yourself by noticing how the resistance shows up. Does it show up as just a pure not wanting to do it or does it show up as you know i really need to get some laundry done there's there's that's an interesting form of uh ignorance uh uh, distraction we have politicians do this constantly as soon as you're on to what they're up to they just distract you sometimes by lying although politicians don't usually lie that's one of the things i really like about politicians they're so sincere otherwise why do you go into politics that's a job for very sincere people pardon the sarcasm <clears throat> other questions or more about that if you have it
4: bunyo it seems that no matter what we we think about our meditation coming to you with a question like when you say how much should you meditate and we always say or often say i say not enough mm-hmm. so what standard are we imposing on ourselves? How can we standard. how can we find the standard that we're imposing that would have us respond in that way?
0: Yeah, I'm not even imposing. I mean, I might say meditate a lot, but I I, I have people that meditate that are students of mine. I think they're students of mine, and they don't meditate very much. <coughs> I mean, comparatively speaking, it's it's a very um, it's, it's, I think it's very subjective it starts out being objective but it's a very subjective area so I'm not sure what you're asking me
4: well it, when you're it just feels like um, that there's some imprisonment that I sense that I, I'm s- supposed to meditate a certain number of hours and I don't but who who says? I mean how, how can we how can we um, relieve ourselves of that? turmoil when we don't feel like we're meditating enough
0: just be aware of the turmoil turmoil don't don't try to relieve yourself of turmoil just just be aware of the turmoil be aware that that's something that's happening in your mind stream it gets stronger some days some days it's weaker just observe just observe as little adding and subtracting dividing as possible and that's you know, we're coming out of, uh, we're coming out of previous uh, uh, existences. And, and again, as I say many times because I'm not pr- promoting past life belief or believe in anything. But this has been going on a while. And here we are again. So I recognize all of you. Um, and we're back here again. and you're, And you're listening to me. I don't promise anything. There's nothing in this for you. What are you doing this for? So it's a very interesting dynamic that happens there. What what is this about? What is the spiritual path? What does it mean to realize your true nature? Apparently, you're interested in that, or you you wouldn't be here. And there's not many, you know, a few dozen people, and that's it, and that's uh, enough. But we've been doing this over and over and over. Come back into this. Uh, human realm over and over again. And it's not even the same person. There there is no person. So there's no way that reincarnation even works in the conventional sense that you come back time after time because there is no you. The the you only shows up when there's a body-mind complex to to, uh, cause it to congeal enough that you actually believe you are someone. If you continue on this path, you'll realize it. You'll realize your true nature. It won't be a conclusion. It won't, it won't be that, and it will not be something else. It won't. You won't be somebody else. Further questions, if you have them, I have a few minutes left. Hello,
4: Maui. Yes. You say um, good or bad meditation, but what is meditation?
0: Yeah, me- meditation is a is a, a stick of dynamite for karma. I mean to put it bluntly. Karma wants this, doesn't want, wants action, action, action. And what are we doing? We're dropping a big gap right in the middle of that. I want it, I don't want it, it's good, it's bad. I should do this. I need to do this. They shouldn't do that. What about those guys? Shouldn't that be somebody address that situation over there? Look what's going on over there. How can they do that? Have you seen that? Have you noticed what they're doing over there? Yeah. yak, yak, yak. It's all over the place. And it's it's extensive. It's And what do I say about that? I don't say go up into a mountaintop and uh, uh, contemplate your navel. I say watch that stuff. Whatever's moving, watch it. Just watch that you don't add to it. And if you do add to it, then don't add to that. And if you add to that, then don't add to that. It's like, uh, it's uh, another way of uh, talking about renunciation. It's, It's not, you're not really renouncing something. You're just not buying into that whole magnetic energetic kind of thing that you need to do this. You need to do this. People will yell at you. You need to vote for this guy or you need to get on this. or You need to carry this kind of a banner, this kind. It's not that it's not relatively true. Of course it is, but it's just been going on. Like I sometimes say since the Peloponnesian Wars or since Ronald Reagan, take your pick, same thing. Just another name for Lysander. I'm just saying that causes and conditions and it happens in our life. Here we are back again. Maybe we don't have any any memory of all that. And so, what do I say? I say just watch what moves. Watch what moves, so that you can eventually see what this is. It's as I say, it's a stick of dynamite. What it is, it's a it's a it's putting a big huge gap in the middle of this uh, food chain called ego. I want this. I get that. I didn't get that. That supports ego. I got that. That supports ego. Any relative uh, situation. Ego gets nutrition from everything. Anything that's in motion. Anything that's in a cycle.
2: Does ignoring what moves perpetuate samsara? Yes. If we're watching the movement on the cushion, how does that affect... Samsara.
0: Well, it's not going to affect it. Uh, Samsara or the circularity uh, is, uh, is going to go on and make assumptions about its own reality. So that's probably going to go on or not. But it's, it's not so important because it's, uh, uh, it's unreal and it's uh, discontinuous and it's without a center and it's suffering because of the nature of consciousness. It's suffering. And it's creating, it's creating nerve endings so it can drink in more of this confusion. But if you, as a meditator, sit down and begin to watch the movement without joining, rejecting, and without shutting down, then the nature of, uh, of that which, uh, uh, which on which everything rests, or the absolute, then your consciousness starts to see its true nature. It takes a while. It can take quite a while. But but as long as we're abandoning the true nature uh, for what we think about everything, and then we go in and we try to figure, calculate, which is what people do constantly. There's quite a few uh, questions in the live chat on the, on the um, uh, YouTube, if anybody wants to read any of those. Maybe we've already covered them. I don't know. I can't read them from here.
3: I've covered most of them. There's one new one from Jim Johnson.
0: Is that the Jim Johnson I know? It is.
3: (laughs) He says, My original interest in Buddhism was as a vehicle to serve and help others. I don't have much to show for that interest. Was this interest a wrong understanding, Charlie?
0: No, it was not. Each person, each person comes uh, in, onto the path with all kinds of uh, luggage or all kinds of understandings or uh, clear understanding, cloudy understanding, all kinds of some have a lot of idealism. It sounds like you had some of that. And uh, maybe some of that is uh, uh, diminished. You know, it's, uh, it varies. I mean, everybody I know, uh, you and everyone else I've uh, talked to or meet or work with as a student, totally different dynamic with each person. Everybody's coming at this with different, a different understanding, a different, different preconceptions, different, different kinds of fear. Some people don't know they're afraid. This doesn't mean I'm reading their mind. hardly know what I'm thinking myself. But everyone's coming at a different, uh, at this in a different way.
3: So, Karen once we uh, are on the cushion and we're meditating, how important is it that we follow these simple instructions that you give us to meditate, Bowing?
0: Well, you do your best. My instructions are about as simple as they come sit down, hold still, and observe. And keep your senses open. But even if you if your eyes closed, it's not a crime. I would just say, Well, open them back up. And they say, Well, I don't want to. I said, Well, leave them closed then. Well, I don't want to sit still. I want to wiggle around. Well, I don't know if you were there when I taught wiggle around meditation to seven-year-olds, but the way to teach seven-year-olds how to meditate is you you tell them what they want to do and, and they do it. And they want to wiggle around. What's interesting about it is if you say you strike the gong and say, get ready, wiggle. And then they wiggle around and say, okay, now hold very still. And then they'll hold very still. So you, you give them a lot of room to, uh, to do that. And their sense of time is very short. So 30 seconds of, or one minute of sitting is a lot of sitting for someone who's seven or eight. So a similar kind of situation with you, if you're sitting, but well, you know, you know, uh, you, you and I have talked about meditation, different kinds of meditation that you've done, and and I'm not. If you if you say you wanted to do, uh, close your eyes, I wouldn't stop you. I would say I would. I think it'd be better if you opened them, but but I'm not going to argue with you. Just like uh, if if you were to say I'm not going to meditate anymore, I, I probably wouldn't do much about that. I'd just say that's interesting. Uh, you're you're about ready to ordain as a as a, fully ordain as a Buddhist monk. Um, I probably would wait till after you ordained and then I would start ordering you around.
4: <laughs> so
3: Grandpa um, I practice what you teach, but some days it feels like it's I can't remember what the instructions are or, or hmm. Lucky you. This question is many,
0: no, <laughs>
3: many times. I
0: mean that. I mean that when but I say how that.
3: important is it that it's not important the directions that you teach
0: not uh, important not for someone who's been a student uh, as long as you have of mine who we've talked so many times about this. So not important. If you, if you remember it, you remember it. The important thing is to get to the cushion and if, if other things start to surface there, do not maintain things. I mean, here's the instruction, sit down, hold still, keep all your senses open, watch what moves. Pretty simple. You could pretty hard to forget that. I mean, you might, but if you sit down and hold still, and something else is happening i'm not going to argue with that uh, lot, for instance if you're daydreaming about uh your new vacation home in arizona that you're secretly building <laughs> i'm not going to argue i i'm not going to ar- i'm not going to argue with that i mean you're you're meditating i don't know what your particular karma or anyone else or or ondo or shoka or or uh, um she show or anyone how, what your particular what it's like for you to sit down and meditate uh day after day hour after hour week after week month after month year after year and so i would that's why i say talk with me about it If some, if something else develops we'll talk about it but I, I don't see anything you must have heard me say don't maintain sit down have the intention to sit down strike the bell Hold still and watch what happens. And that may be you getting up and going and doing something else. I mean, the idea there with meditation is to hold still. But if you start to move, um, I I I'm not the whole maintenance idea is not workable there. Although I spent decades doing it the other way around, making myself do stuff. Not a good idea. Long, long periods of uh doing uh Various forms in uh, uh, Vajrayana tantric meditation. Not a good idea. And this doesn't mean that if somebody meets a, a tantric master and that they start practicing and start doing hundred thousand prostrations, a hundred thousand mantras, and hundreds of offerings, and this and this and this, that that's wrong. No, it's absolutely correct. They, they found their teacher. They need that kind of a teacher. They need that kind of a teaching. If you're looking at me, you need this kind of a teaching, unless you listen and think, well, this is. It's not going anywhere. I need to, go talk to, uh, I need to go, go, go talk to the Dalai Lama. Maybe you do.
4: When you're bowing, yes. up, Katie has a question.
0: Katie, okay.
4: She asks, I am one of the students that says not enough.
0: Yeah, I know that.
4: I have a huge fear of abandonment. I am actively dealing with a new abandonment, and my feelings are raw. I fear that not practicing correctly will cause me to lose Sokizan's faith in me. How do I work with this?
0: I can't abandon anybody. There's no way I can abandon anybody. So I, I don't know what to say to other than say that, that won't happen. That's your imagination. And also I would say don't get rid of that. That might, that might uh, be the kind of energy you need to get to the cushion. Just continue to return Buddha Dharma Sangha teaching person. This at, at this point, at this one, and I'm not here to sell you anything. Uh, you know, uh, there's nothing to believe in here. I'm not a I'm not a, uh, a, a tantric master. I'm, I'm a meditation teacher. I will teach you how to do this. I can't abandon you. A, I can't. It's it's kind of funny to hear someone think that I'm going to do that. They can't can't do that. There's it it's a it's there's no reverse. There's no reverse. There's no breaks. There's nothing but a free fall. It's been a free fall for quite a number of years now. I haven't hit bottom yet. So no, I can't I can't abandon you. It might be just the opposite. It might be like like being in the jaws of an alligator. That's why the alligator can't abandon you because he's got you. <laughs> I mean, it can feel that way. It's, it felt like that when, when I, uh, I met this uh, where's he at? Trungpa Rinpoche. It felt like being in the jaws of a of a large monster. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> yes. Thank you, going.
3: There's a question on YouTube from Josh in Kalamazoo. Yes, Josh. What is the difference on the cushion between observation versus bitching and spinning for hours or quieting the mind? Do I need hours of sitting to shut it up and to shut it up to not be ignorant?
0: I would say you probably need a lot of sitting. But you can do that. There are ways to do that that are that are workable, that have a strong form. You use the monastery. There were uh, these days we're on Zoom. There's a way to do that uh, where someone else is striking the bell and you're just uh, going along. You can also do it on your own. And uh, whatever is arising in your mind is exactly what you need to see. So I don't care if it's spinning or if you're describing as bitching or uh, just uh, do it anyway. Do it for if you have a, if you feel like you have a connection with the Mahana path, if you have a connection with the bodhicitta or the, the, the wish or the desire to save all beings, to help others, like Jim Johnson was talking about earlier, that may show up a lot differently than you thought it was. You may need to, you may need to practice on yourself because there's a lot of people that are bitching and pissing and moaning about everything and they don't have a path. And, in, and the only thing ahead of them is uh, uh, impermanence or the, the dissolution of the body-mind complex without, without realizing what this is. And so, therefore, where, do the, where does that uh, consciousness go? It, go, it gets, goes right into death. It goes right into destruction. It goes right into the hell realm or the jealous God realm or the, or the God realm or the human realm or the hungry ghost realm. The animal realm could go, or other realms that we don't even know about, that's only a few of them, could go anywhere. But who you are does not come to an end because it has not begun. What you're, you are looking at an illusion, It's a really strong one. It's, a, it's, a, it's one where things smell bad and smell good, and where things taste good and taste bad. And where there's good meditation, and what was that other one? Bad meditation. The polarities are so intense. That it's, it's amazing we're even sitting here talking about this because the ego mind, the logical mind, is totally against this and thinks, well, we should really do something else with our life rather than just waste our time turning into a vegetable, a cucumber sitting on a cushion. I would say, be a cucumber. And eat a lot of ducks. Or not ducks, not ducks. That other bird, chickens. So the turmoil that you're experiencing, the downside is the turmoil. The downside is it's. When I hear that, I I know what you're saying. And the only thing I can say to you as a Dharma teacher is just don't give up. Keep going. Just keep doing it anyway. Repeat. If it's if you're getting feel like you're getting overloaded, then cut down on it a little bit or change the form a little bit. Maybe do a little bit less for a while and then start to bring it back up again. Just continue. It's like climbing the side of a mountain and everybody's mountain is different. Some people, there are all kinds of, it's very dark and there's kinds of trees and eyes looking at you out of the, between the trees. And some people it's very scary and some people it's, it's really open and it's, doesn't seem particularly threatening, but it's very steep and it's just tiring. And it's, there's lots of really nice places that you can kind of sleep along the way. Not wrong just comfortable, comfort. So look, take a look at comfort. You don't have to change it. You don't have to torture yourself or uh, be, uh, <clears throat> you know, deliberately go into some kind of suffering because that's the only way you can uh, feel better about your, or serious about your path or whatever. But the the complaints and the constant churning and everything, just just observe it as much as you can without adding on, subtracting or trying to somehow get out of that. It's a. There's no escape from this. So since we're all here, um, let's do this. I'll help you. That's why I'm here. It's the only reason I'm still alive. Positive of that. Any further questions? We can take another one if anyone has one or not.
3: There's another one on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I don't know their name. Could one find themselves surrounded by narcissism and continuous social targeting? Do we just continuously face what seems to be misery in shared living situations?
0: Yeah, you may. You know, your particular, the downside is your particular karma uh, has, is swirling around and has a lot of uh, challenging or difficult areas. Uh, and i see the loneliness uh lonesome awareness but i would say the the downside is that but the upside is uh not because i'm so wonderful uh or that i'm such a great teacher but but you but you've stumbled into the the buddha's dharma so i don't know how old you are <laughs> hopefully you're young But just begin to practice. Do as much as you can. Try to to relate to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, the teaching person. Not necessarily me, but a teacher and a teaching. Everything is dependently arisen. Nothing comes from its own side as an independent being or self. There's no self in the skandhas or no solid being anywhere. It just looks like it's an incredibly intense illusion. Don't get on the stage. Don't leave the theater. Stay in the front row and just observe. And, oh, and watch your life unfold, but don't fight with it or challenge it because then what starts to unfold is karma, the karmic creation of resisting what appears or joining what appears or ignoring what appears. Just watch what appears. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Just might take a while. If you'd like to go ahead and close, we can... To
3: all places, so that we and every sentient being together realize the Buddha's way. Directions all Buddhas, all venerable ones, bodhisattvas, mahasattvas, the great prajna, paramita. All Buddhas and bodhisattvas in the ten directions, of the three times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect us of the a simple monastery, our sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal you know, everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and fill them the light.